0: Studios. This, this is the award-winning After Nine with Scott
1: and Cat, powered by Tony Johal, broker at Remax Twin City. Your home sold guaranteed, or he'll buy it. Hey, now I know you're used to the mm. happy motherfucking Friday. Cat's coming. She's just doing an interview right now. She's been doing this interview with CBC for a long time, Dave. This is going to be one of those
2: like profiles and courage. It yeah, kind of shows where it's like three hours long. <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing, though, because you don't get to see a lot of the behind the scenes of how interviews are done. And, and we see it sometimes from a radio perspective where we'll interview somebody for 25 minutes, but only four minutes actually get used. That's right. And so uh, it happens a ton with TV because they got to get lighting right. They've got to get angles right. All that stuff. It all has to line up and match up. So doing... A five-minute interview actually takes about three hours sometimes. It's
1: funny because in radio, we're very hurry up and go. Yeah. Everything is live. There's no second chance. You just do it and hope it comes out great. I can tell a cat's frustrated
2: by TV. Yeah. They were
1: like, oh, that was great. Let's do it, do again. it again. And yeah. she's like, oh, god damn it. You
2: just said it was great. <laughs> I know. It's so frustrating. I remember years ago, this is going to be a, a fun throwback story. We did a promotion. Do you remember with Canadian Idol? Oh, I do remember that. And we had to go shoot a commercial with Ben Mulrooney And it was like in a set of like an auditorium. And I remember still to this day, I don't know that I've ever seen you so angry. <laughs> <laughs> because exactly how you just described it is exactly how it went. Mm-hmm. They were like, oh, that was absolutely great. You guys nailed your lines. One take, no script. Yeah. And we were like, yeah, that's normal for us. This is this is what we do. Mm-hmm. And, and they were like, okay, yeah, let's do it again. And you went but you just said it was perfect and you were like so adamant about no 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 I'm a one take guy I don't want to do a second take because I don't want to be a two take guy Uh huh. and it was like no it's a one it's a one take thing and that was it and, and they were like okay well just, we just get, read it a different way and you're like you just said it was perfect and the director's like <laughs> just read the line <laughs> <It's> just- <laughs> so Scott was he's like looking at the list he's like so how would I say this any different? Because it, it was something about like you, you won front row seats to Canadian Idol or something yeah. to that effect. So it was these seats could be yours. These seats could yeah. be yours. These seats could be yours. These seats
1: could be yours. Yeah. I don't know how yeah. else you want me to do it.
2: Well, and we've said this, uh, you know, in many different shows in passing that I think the best TV presenters were all people that came from a radio background. Mm-hmm. Um I think of people like uh, Seacrest is a great example. Uh, George Strombolopoulos is another great example. Wonderful example. Really good on on camera, but he he also came from a radio background where you learn to ad lib. You know what we don't have teleprompters, Mm -hmm. and this is not a knock on TV people, but there's a lot of people who go into that industry who, if that teleprompter goes off, the light behind their eyeballs go off. Yeah, and they're like, I don't know what to say. I don't know what to do. Uh huh. You know, so you know when you see it the most. Mm.
1: You know, typically towards the end of a newscast when the weather person and the anchor are doing that back and forth banter, <laughs> l- that, yeah. that's when you realize, oh, yeah, they've never done radio before, yeah.
2: have they? Or they sometimes feel like they've never spoken to each other before. <laughs> <laughs> they don't even like each other. Yeah. yeah. And that happens. That's, you know, it's just a different world. It's a totally different world. I remember shooting an event once where we had to use teleprompters. And I was so thrown off by it because they're showing us the teleprompter beforehand. Mm-hmm. And, then, and I'm like, well, I memorized all of this. And they're like, you memorized it? It's like nine pages. And I go, <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's <laughs> what I thought we had to that's, have our lines. Yeah, I thought we had to be ready for this. Uh, mm. So they're, they're saying like, okay, well, how would you say this? And how would you say that? And they're like changing the teleprompter to, to how I would say it. And it screwed me up so much. Uh, I mispronounced Tanzania. And I said, T- Tasmania or ta- <laughs> Tanzania or something like that. And it haunted me for years. cuz ev- teleprompter. It-, it was an event we did for World Vision. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I said it wrong. And I was like, you've got to be kidding me. But it was because they changed. They're like, oh, this is spelt wrong. And it just got in my head. And I went, no, no. And I looked at the teleprompter. I would have said it right. But I looked at the teleprompter.
1: I could never do TV because of the teleprompter. Yeah.
2: If you just tell me
1: the story. I'll ad-lib it. I'll fill in the blanks. I'm good. If you want me to read make a it script up as I go, or whatever. make it up as I go, like <laughs> I do with the news in the morning. Sure, whatever. The uh, The teleprompters, though, the problem is I read faster than they scroll. Mm. So I get to the end, and then I have to wait. Like, come
2: on, come on, come on. Okay, now here's hey, my next line. So there's some um, some reporters, uh, some anchors will have the, the teleprompter roller in their hand. Yes. So they'll sit there and, and thumb it as they go along, and they'll roll up the scroll as they're reading it. Mm-hmm. I, I, that's, that's one of those things where it's like, you know, riding your bike and making a coffee at the same time, where to me, I'm like, I don't, my brain can't do that. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't seem, it doesn't seem right. Um, but God bless him for being able to do that and being able to, to kind of do that on the fly, uh, and be able to still stay on task. Right. Cause I think, I think it's a crazy skill onto in its own. And, um, but but yeah! Full it,
1: credit it, to the people who do it and do it well.
2: Yeah. And there's some who don't do it well. No. Um, and those are usually fun to watch too. <laughs> You're absolutely right. <laughs> you know, I go back to, you remember the, the viral video for Boom Goes the Dynamite? Mm hmm. The, the guy lost the teleprompter. Ah. Oh. And he went, anyway, Oh no. <laughs> and then it just went on. Just if you don't know what I'm talking about, just Google boom goes the dynamite. And it's a it's a guy, it was I think it was like a college station, and he was doing a sports report, and it just his notes were gone, the teleprompter went down, and he just went south in a blaze of glory. And it it's just he's he's trying to do highlights from like the Indiana Pacers and he just starts talking about like he's calling the play as he's doing the the sports cast and he's like Reggie Miller passes it to the man and boom goes the dynamite you know like he was just so off it's oh it's the greatest thing ever you know what i'm going to play it for people Don't you who haven't seen
1: it i've got it nice
2: yeah.
3: this is one that we kept in the archives for a while listen to this hello everyone well the ball state softball team continued to play this weekend and they were hoping to continue off of their straight 3 out of 4 losses and so we'll take a look and see how that happened they started off good, but then eventually, but the Ball State women's be- women's team shot down and ended up doing poorly. Oh no! <laughs> and okay, we're going to continue on now. And the ladies Cardinals will play an Iowa tournament starting this Friday. Before the Ball State baseball team kicks off its conference season this we- this weekend, the Cards will battle in in-state rival Indiana tomorrow. Tomorrow's game will be the meeting between the two, oh. beating both. I feel bad for him. Oh, so, yeah. First.
2: So pause for a second there. Okay. So in video form, that's where he looks at the, like you can see him look off camera, and he just mouths the words, I'm so sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I had felt so bad for the dude, but I was like, oh, oh, this is glorious. Uh, just because it was, a, it was a train wreck.
3: It was so, so bad. Here, let me get to the Pacers. Yeah. Left the Pacers one game behind the Chicago in the seventh series, Spot. Let's check out the highlights. Yeah. Stephen Jackson's David. Oh. Reggie Miller's looking good. Reggie Miller's looking good. There it is. He shoots a three, and it's good. <laughs> this is later. He sp- gets the rebound, passes it to the man, shoots it. And boom goes the dynamite. There
2: it is. <laughs> that's the magic.
3: Right the final there. scores in up with the Pacers
2: 16- sixty. <laughs> it's a brilliant. It's a brilliant video. Um, and I remember the guy got interviewed years later, and he just he said, uh, "You know, I was in college. I was learning, learning how to do it, and that's where you're supposed to make these mistakes, right? Sure, but yeah. th- not all these mistakes end up going viral. And that and boom goes the dynamite was was the greatest line. Mm-hmm. Like he was he was watching the sports highlights. While he was doing a cast and calling the play, like Mm -hmm. his brain went to like 20 different places all at once. And Reggie Miller looking good. Like I still say that to this day, completely out of context. (laughs) I'll just go Reggie Miller looking good. Like it just, (laughs) I love it so much. Um, But that's again, going back to the original point about um, the, you know, not just to pat ourselves on the back, but I think radio people are forced to learn that skill. Mm -hmm. You're forced to ad lib. You sit down in front of a microphone. You know what your first days in radio were like. Mine was crack the microphone and talk. And I'm like, but what? <laughs> what? What do you mean crack the microphone and talk? Well, it's funny
1: because there's a lot of people who will listen to the radio and think, that's not that hard. Jeez, I could do
2: that. I had a friend all, uh, who used to razz me all the time. And he says, ah, oh, all you do is talk into a kin- tin can for a living. And I go, I'm going to give you 45 seconds of complete open air. You fill that 45 seconds with compelling enough engagement. Talk, go for 45 seconds. Mm-hmm. And he was done after about eight. Yeah.
1: And that's usually the way it works, but we're looking at segments that are like four or five, six minutes long. We were doing hour long podcasts, commercial free. I don't even know how long this one's going to be, but we're rolling around right now at around nine and a half minutes. Yeah. So you got to be prepared. And I think there's a certain part of the person. You have to have it in you, I think. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's very hard to teach. Anyway, I want to get off this because I want to ask you about oh. what you're doing today. Oh, oh, you really? You want to talk about that? Yeah. Okay. Well, a lot of people do it, and I'm fascinated by it. I don't even know if I need it, but. You're going to get fitted for Invisalign? Yeah, I'm going to
2: do a consultation today for Invisalign. Wow, what made you decide to do that? Because you've got beautiful teeth. My teeth are okay. <laughs> yeah. I, not many what people a weird go, thing for your buddy to say. Not many people look at me and go, your teeth are beautiful. And that's not what I'm necessarily looking for. But I didn't have braces as a kid. Um, I've got like one or two teeth on the bottom that are slightly crooked. Um, not bad by any means, but I've always noticed it, obviously, um, I, you know touch it with my finger or run my my tongue across it. I'm yep. like, "Oh, that's just not a straight line." Your tongue knows everything that's wrong with your mouth. <laughs> yeah, and and most po- other parts of my body. Um so I'm going to go in and I'm going to I'm going to see. I've got I had a tooth pulled years ago and it's left a space for a wisdom tooth to come in and what's that what that's done on the top is kind of uh it's left it so my my uh my f- fangs, if you will, the, the incisors, they it, one of them can turn. So it may kind of go crooked uh-huh. sort of thing. So I'm going to go in and just Just talk to them about whether or not anything that they can provide would would help me fix that.
1: You're doing this wrong. If you're going to Invisalign, you're probably going to a dentist, right?
2: Uh, It's a specialist that's coming to the dentist
1: office. Oh, okay. Yeah, skip it. Just go old-fashioned, orthodontist, you need braces. You need to be the guy in your mid-40s with braces who's got a newborn baby walking around. That's what you got to do. That'd be fucking great.
2: You want me walking around with headgear? Remember yes. The old, remember the old retainer you have to put on and it was like right around the head with a band and everything? Oh, my God. I, I am so happy that that technology has moved forward. Uh, but I knew people in school that had braces for like four years. I was like, how bad are your teeth? You still need these? Ah, it's unbelievable. So I'm, uh, yeah, I'm going to see how it goes. And and if it's something that, that I can do, that's not invasive and it's not going to you know mess up my face and I'd speak for a living. So I don't want anything else that's going to impede that. Hi, it's Dave Buzard here. Uh, well, so I don't know if I've told this on this podcast. I have a speech impediment. You do. So I'm tongue tied. And I have to over enunciate. I have to overwork my mouth in order to get words out. Otherwise, this is what happens. I'll sit like this. And now you start to hear the S yes, because mm-hmm. my tongue sits at the back of my teeth ah. on the bottom. So I, I have I have a speech impediment. Huh. So and that's and not, you're I'm programming
1: not a network of radio stations. <laughs> yeah, that's great. Yeah. I, I think that's fantastic.
2: Say CBC, interview me for this profile of courage. When yeah. you're done with Cat, let's sit down and talk. Honestly,
1: what the fuck are they doing? <laughs> I'm awesome. watching them go back and forth, up and down the hall, thinking you've got B roll, C, D, E, and F roll. Yeah. Like, What are you doing at
2: this point? It's, it's what do you get a filmer taking a piss? It's a, <laughs> it's a sequel <laughs> of for Lord of the Rings. <laughs> like, like it's an epic at this point. They made Avatar faster than <laughs> this. <laughs> James Cameron's like, what the hell's taking so long? <laughs> (laughs) (laughs) he's tapping his watch what the hell (laughs) and by the way what makes it worse is we can see cat right now Mm -hmm. like we can see her through the glass of the studios and it doesn't look like anything productive is happening (laughs) no yeah i think she's trying to get rid of them because she's walking around like with her phone and
1: her water bottle like okay bye bye oh Oh, it's picture time okay oh they got to do the still shot here for the story right makes sense I can't wait till these fuckers get defunded. Oh, come on. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. Come I actually on. don't agree with that. No. I know that's a big talking point. I know that there's some people who sometimes agree with me politically that are like, yeah, defund the CBC. I disagree S- with nope. that. I like the CBC, and I think the CBC plays an important role in our broadcasting ecosystem. The difference is I don't think the CBC should be allowed to take government funding and sell advertising against the mm. private broadcasters. I think they need to pick a lane and and they can choose. They either stay taxpayer funded or they sell against private broadcasters. I just don't think they should be allowed to do both. If they take a loss the taxpayers are going to make it up if they take a loss because they outbid bell and rogers and for global the olympics. for the olympics yeah. then i mean that's not exactly a level playing field yeah. so i think that's the common sense compromise on the cbc but either way i mean
2: your tax dollars are hard at work here figuring out who the voice of tiktok is <laughs> and we know who it is it's, it's she's it's right there um yeah on that point i think that the uh the common I hate saying it this way because it makes it sound like I'm t- saying people are uneducated. Well, hey, listen. Most people who have a, a, an opinion that's politically driven isn't really based in fact. It's based on opinion. That's exactly what it is. So, and it's, it's personal, too. Sure. So when you say, oh, defund the CBC. What? Because they're not saying what you want them to say. If they turned and completely started saying exactly what you wanted, you you would be making donations to them. So it's, stop it. It's politically driven. Just give it a give it a rest.
1: Hey. Cat's in the studio. Hey. Yeah. Hi. Looks like she made it. I'm going to mic you up here. And, there you the go. Uh the podcast? Uh, yeah, we're about halfway through. Uh, okay, so catch us up here. When I walked in this morning and Kat was dressed all in leather, I thought, somebody's ready for a fucking weekend. Here we go.
0: <laughs> I know. There, it's funny how they asked. It was CBC that was here um, doing a, doing an interview, and they were like, oh, do you guys always dress up like this? I'm like, no. No. no <laughs> not Kat's really. Like, Kat's like, I no. haven't worn
2: hard pants in you know, two years. I...
0: <laughs> is just for you or any clients that come in. Really, that's the only way it's happening.
1: (laughs) Yeah, we always dress like this, but sometimes sweats in a ponytail. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All the time sweats in a ponytail unless CBC's here, yeah. Uh, Did it go well, Kat? Mm Mm-hmm. Do you know when that's going to air? Or can you give us oh any
0: info? Oh my gosh, info? I wish I knew. No, we don't I don't know when it's going to air. We I say we because they're not even sure at this point too. Um they're going they to get Disney
2: to edit it and they have <laughs> they have get to it in 4K. Go
0: do all the things to it that they do. I lo- I was talking to them as if I was a part of that process. I'm like, "You are going to cut that, and we'll do this." And I'm like, "We," as if I'm doing any of that that work. I'm not. Uh, but they are gonna, they're going to they're going to do their thing and I will inform the, the people once I know.
2: Any fear that it is going to be like one of those uh, you think it's one thing but then it turns into another and they're like A total hit piece oh yeah, my gosh, yeah yeah, yeah. cuz you imagine it, it you think it's just some like you know well i fun, wasn't like, thinking about thing. it until you just
0: said that <laughs> <laughs> like now i'm worried what did they interview you imagine you're like yeah they asked me about you and your uh, if you've ever used drugs before like could you imagine yeah. they, like, i started asking you like weird questions like wait a minute why did they ask that
2: i joked about a heroin yeah. addiction wait, and wait, there was like 19 follow up questions <laughs> Uh, all right. So, are you good? Are you settled? Do you I'm want good. a few minutes? Or no, I, I no. mentioned the cat was friends with I'm Jeffrey good. Epstein, and then no. the <laughs> an interview went in a completely different direction. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Check the check the check the names. <laughs> check the
0: names. Oh my gosh. <laughs> you want to talk That's about great. stories
1: you'll never see on the CBC? Epstein's one of them. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So. We're we're all in full blown holiday swing here. The holidays are just a couple of weeks away now. Real close. What is it? Two weeks from tomorrow is Christmas Eve. Am I right?
0: Uh, you might be. Uh yeah. What Christmas what is yeah. Christmas Eve is not Saturday. Yeah, you're correct.
1: Dave doesn't even know what day it is. Dave's been in Dave's too busy. ratings hell and commuting yeah. hell back and <laughs> forth to Barry I, I and Kitchener s- yes, and everywhere. Yes,
0: yes. I hope you have a nice long vacation for Christmas, Dave. I don't know what your plan is, but I hope you're at least off for a week,
1: a yeah,
2: whole week. I'll probably be working through the holidays. Oh,
0: come on. Yeah.
1: That's not true. You got
2: a half day on is Boxing it? Day.
0: You enjoy that
2: morning don't sleep. You dele-
0: not you del- just delegate? Can't you just delegate? No, you can't. It's not that easy. I really feel
2: it? like Bob Cratchit <laughs> these days. John Global's going to be knocking on my door on Christmas morning. Hey, we're going to need you at the station. <laughs> Hug your wife. Tell her you'll see her tomorrow. Yeah. Boxing day is pretty much the same thing, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Well, but if something does go wrong, I'm, the, yeah, I'm the guy. All right. Well, you're the guy. Yeah. Don't tell him to delegate because if he delegates, he's it's coming go to, to he's you or me. me. <laughs> yeah. You I know, shut that was your a mouth. stupid idea. <laughs> well, look who just made themselves available yeah. on
1: Christmas Eve. <laughs> Boy, that 6 to 10 shift on Christmas Eve is a real burner, oh, isn't it? Oh, gosh. That?
0: Yeah. Um, I better do all those drugs you told the CBC I'm doing on that right. night so that I don't have to come in. Sorry, Dave on heroin. Yeah. Can't make it. Sorry, i on the other line with what? Jane Maxwell. <laughs> Sorry, I'm on a boat somewhere. Yeah, can't With speak. a bunch of questionable people.
2: Yeah. Doing some bad deeds. Hey, Prince Andrew, hang on a minute. I'll be right there in a second. Bill We're still going to do the limbo, right? Awesome.
1: Bill Clinton just handed me a $100 bill. What's yeah. up? What's <laughs> up? Okay, so right after Christmas, we of course roll into what most people consider the most miserable time of the year in Canada anyway, mm-hmm. January. January, oh. the holidays are over, the bills come due, it's fucking cold outside, mm. and and you kind of get some holidays, but you got to go back to work, and it's just, it's not really a great vibe.
2: January in general.
0: Yeah, January's the armpit of the calendar year.
2: But that's why January... <laughs> I wouldn't say that. I'd say it's the... Oh, no, uh, it's not
0: great. I'd say if
2: you're going to give the calendar an enema, you'd stick the hose in January. <laughs>
0: It's all, it's
2: all not good. Yeah. Fuck, I was just taking a sip of my coffee.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I might have to burp in a minute. Um, <laughs> he's going to vomit in about 30 seconds. <laughs> so in January, uh, many a people will participate in something that's called Dry January. Oh uh, yes. This is where we give up the booze for a month. Mm-hmm. And, and basically, my grandfather, God rest his soul, used to have a philosophy every year for Lent. Everyone knows what Lent is, the 40 days leading yes. up to Easter. Every year for Lent, he would give up alcohol. And, and he liked to drink as the good Irishman that he was. But he always told me that if you can do Lent, if you can give up alcohol for 40 days, you'll never be an alcoholic.
2: Oh! And, and okay.
1: while I've tried okay. and failed many, many a time, dry January is something that when I was drinking, I, I might've considered doing. Now there's a new proposal because dry January is apparently far too difficult for some people. So the proposal now is let's change it from dry January to dry-ish January. Okay,
0: that's not a thing, <laughs> not a thing though. Yeah. No, yeah. you have to either do it, or if you don't want to, then say that you're not going to do it. Or, I'm vegan
2: who eats pepperoni yeah, on, on the weekends eggs, when I'm super stoned.
0: Just do it or don't. <laughs> to those people who think... To those people, too, why don't you pick, like, February instead then? Because if you feel like, okay, maybe in January I'll be tempted a couple times because it's January. February's a short month. Can isn't, we not just do that in February then? Isn't
2: that the month? Dry February? Isn't that but the I actual think
0: that month? people are picky choosy, Dave. I think it, if they accidentally drink on the 2nd of January, then it's, then it's dry February. Oh, no, I meant dry February. Did I say dry January? But I've done that before in February, and much easier than January.
1: January's hard because you've got the Oscars, the Super Bowl, family day weekend and valentine's day and many of those may involve alcohol that's
0: true too though yeah there are actually things that happen in february
2: january is just yeah that's where they stick the enema right even though
0: it's like 31 days there's still like nothing much going on
2: yeah wasn't blue monday is like the seventh or like the third monday of the the month or something like that then there's the always exciting bell let's talk day and all that sort of thing (laughs) uh
1: okay so 86 percent of drinkers say they would be more likely to participate in dry January if the focus was more about drinking in moderation as opposed to not drinking at all. So this makes perfect sense, right? Cut back on the alcohol. That's easier to do than abstaining altogether. And a single month of not drinking is probably not that much better for you than consuming low to moderate amounts anyway. So they say this is a win-win for everybody. Hmm. The problem is... Moderation is a very vague term, isn't it?
0: It is. And for some people, once you once it hits your lips, you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm for like some that. people, right? It's, it's, moderation doesn't exist for some people there's, who once they have one, they have to two, three, four.
2: Yeah, there's two levels. There's one, I can have a, a, a literal sip. Or it's the fucking Catalina wine mixer. Yes,
0: exactly. <laughs> and I think you should know your personality well enough to understand what makes more sense for you, right? If moderation truly does work and you're that type of person that pours one you know, six ounce glass of wine on a, you know, a Wednesday and then a Friday night and then a Saturday night, let's say, and you can control that for yourself, then sure, then the, Dry ish January, which still doesn't make sense to me, might work for you.
1: See, I almost never drink during the week anymore, mm-hmm. and when I do drink on weekends, I think I found a good pace. Back in the club days, I was drinking a little bit more than I I do now. Yeah, a substantial amount more.
0: Well, that's because you had it free, didn't you?
1: I did. Yeah, I did have it for free, were, which was you a, had all the perks. A great little perk yeah, for a little those gigs.
0: Bottle service on the side.
1: <clears throat> in any case, uh, so I do seldom drink, and I'm at a great place right now where if I'm going to have a drink, I can actually have a drink. A drink. Yeah. There was a time though when yeah. if I had a beer, well, let's shut her down everybody because it's going to be 6. This mm-hmm. is part 1. And, and I would just it, yeah. it's true that that phenomenon of once it touches your lips, you just want to keep going. And the more alcohol you drink, the more your inhibitions are gone
2: and then you care less about how much you've had to drink. I think my favorite line that I I think you adopted this from your dad. Maybe maybe even your grandfather was that few drinks in or enough drinks in that you'd know that there's 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 a little drunkery going on. A drunkery. It, the line would always be, I don't need booze to have a good time. <laughs> <laughs> after that, you're already drunk. Yeah. That was always like, oh, to right. me, that was the point of, okay, after this, it, it's now going to be a shit show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. That, that was always the line. And it was always funny. I always laughed at it every single That's, time. That is funny. But it's like, I don't need booze to have a good time. And it's like, your eyes are all glossed <laughs> over. <and your> cheeks <laughs> are super red. And you're like, uh, yeah. That's
0: great. Yeah.
1: <laughs> It's a topic that comes up every year, and I don't know that we've ever solved the problem. But occasionally, despite the best of intentions from the giver, the receiver is going to think the gift you gave them is shit, uh, and they don't want it. Yeah. Some people will politely decline. Some people will take it and act like it's the best thing they've ever gotten, put on that big song and dance, even though they know they hate it. Some people will flat out return it or try to return it and get some money for it. Some people will re-gift it. Are you okay with the re-gift? Just go around quickly.
2: Anybody have any issues with no,
0: this personally? I, I don't. On a religious level or anything? No, I don't because...
2: <laughs> Jesus <laughs> hates it when you re Yeah, it, it wasn't gold, frankincense, myrrh, and bread maker that you've been pawning off to your friends for <laughs> yes. six years. Gold, frankincense, myrrh, and an air fryer. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I think we all want people to use things. So for me, if I gave... Um, let's say I gave Dave a nice bottle of wine, but he's like, you know what? I can't appreciate this, but my... You know, whatever. Uh, my wife will. And if you gave that to her for your anniversary, well, first of all, that would be hilarious. But, you know, as long as it's getting used and appreciated, I truly don't care. I really don't. And I've done it before. You're fucking right. I have. I've taken that box of chocolates because and I know it's expensive, but I'm not going to eat it. So I might as well give it to someone else.
2: Okay, that's fine for items that are a little more general. Like you'd said, box of chocolates, bottle of wine. But what if it's something that Personal? somebody bought for you that it's not like your name's not written on it or anything like that, but it's something that they thought very specifically you would like. Oh. Not just I needed to get you a gift.
0: You know what I have trouble with? It's not even the fact that I would want to re gift it. It's if I already have it, I have trouble letting someone know that I already have it.
2: Yeah. It's I, awkward.
0: It, it, right? it really is that. awkward. It shouldn't be Say awkward. That. It is awkward though. And I've had th- I've faked it before. I love I've this so much
2: much i love it so much that i already have one yes
0: that's like i could have i could It'll look great that, with my other one <laughs> but like they get so excited to show it to you they're like we i thought you'd love this and you're thinking yeah i fucking bought it six months ago that's mm. how much i loved it but you don't you you just in that moment they're so excited to show it to you and you're like cool cool i can't wait to use it is that how it works pretending like you don't understand how it works like you haven't already been using it it's awkward but i've been in that position before where i've just lied and said oh i can't wait to try it
1: I hate doing that too, but I, I don't want
0: to be that person.
1: I won't return shit that I bought, let alone something that somebody else bought. If I buy something and it turns out I don't need it, I just I, I can't be that guy. I don't want to go to returns. I don't want to go to customer service. You just I keep don't it. Know, I don't understand why they need my postal code. Like all that shit, <laughs> it just freaks me out. I
2: hate returning so stuff. So I have uh, a person in my, previously in my life, no longer in my life. Um, we'll just say an ex. Um, Let's <laughs> just go with that. Who? had that level of I don't know if you'd call it bravado I don't know what I don't know what it is but they were able they got a gift mm-hmm. and it was something they already had they actually went and asked if the person had the receipt really <gasps> yeah. see
0: I can't bring myself to even no I, but here's
2: I'm sitting here going I don't know if that's wrong I, I I don't know if that's socially wrong I don't I'm not I don't know if that's I don't know if that's wrong. I don't. I don't know. I don't think it is. And then
0: it gets awkward if what if that person did regift that thing? So I regifted something Oof. to you, and then you said to me, "Oh, do you have the receipt? Oh, no. I already have it." And then you are like, "Oh, I can't find it." Ew. But the truth is, it was gifted to you. Like, and then just, you create a whole whirlwind of shit. Like, that's crazy. Why don't you just connect them with the person that gave it to you? Yeah, like hang I on, don't, let me but call. I originally <laughs> got this from Dave,
1: so here is <laughs> his number.
0: <laughs> let me call my aunt and see my aunt to see if she still has the receipt for that. Hello, auntie. Hello. Do you have the receipt? <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I, uh, I, I think by the way, when you speak of etiquette, it reminds me of something that I've started to do with gifts from now on. I will always do no matter what, even if I know that person's going to like it, I tape gift receipts onto everything. Yeah. That it's there for you. I don't have to say, do you want the receipt in case you want to exchange it? Or if you do, let me know. Cause no one's going to feel comfortable with that. I tape it right to the box, whether it's a toy or a gift for anyone. And I'm like, here's the receipt. If you'd like to return it.
2: When I had a streak of, I, I would say it's had to Scott knows the story. It had to have been he was there for this five six years in a row, where my mom bought me a sushi set for Christmas. Oh yeah, yeah. every <laughs> single year. Yeah, and you could have a sushi Which is restaurant so strange. now. I'll oh, use it. By
0: the way, if you want to regift that to me for Christmas, I'll try it.
2: But it was the so it's the <laughs> kit that comes with like the bamboo you know placemat. Mm-hmm. Then it has you know the the nice chopsticks that are wrapped up, and it has the the uh, the soy sauce dish and and everything else. But I I five or six years in a row, I got one from my mother. Wow, and. And I'm like, how for one? How much sushi do you, do you think I I eat? <laughs> Secondly, do you think I destroyed the one from last year? <laughs> <laughs> and the other thing too is, I'm pretty sure she bought it at like a place like Treasure Hunt or something like that, oh, where, right, where you go right, in right. and it's just sort of like, oh look, sushi set for two dollars, but things are missing.
0: Those those places are wild, by the way. Oh, and you, Treasure and hunts and crazy bins and stuff. Yeah, it's a, it's yeah. a ride. And what are you wife's guys
2: a, talking about? What is this? Are you serious? Oh, no. Oh, Scott, it's a
0: whole new world. What, I, yeah, I should bring you with places? me. Where are these places? My
2: wife is addicted to these places, by Did the way. Does
0: she like all of them? She
2: friggin' loves them. Oh, I, I, I'm like, I would, I would rather lay under the car and wait for you.
0: Okay. Then have to
2: like rummage through bins. This is not my world. it's, a, the Chief it's a, friggin loves yes, it. Yes,
0: it's a rummaging place. That you get lucky sometimes. So let me set up the premise of Crazy Bins to you, Scott. And there's location. There's locations like everywhere, right? There's, all over the all over the place. There's
2: like three treasure hunts like around us. Yeah, now. and treasure oh, wow.
0: treasure hunts a little different than a little different than Crazy Bins. Crazy Bins has a whole like setup. So every day the price is different per item. So on the day that they replenish those bins that Dave speaks of, which is full of just random shit, it's twenty five dollars an item. But you might find something in there that's worth 50, 60 bucks. And you're like, fucking score. I win today. I got this for 25 bucks. And it dwindles down through the week. So the next day might be 15. Then it's $10 since five down to a dollar an item. Really? Go on dollar an item day and just fucking watch. People go crazy. But there is some good stuff. And the only reason I know this is because my dental, my dentist's office is right beside the crazy bins. So the one day it was lined up or outside of the place for it to open and I asked uh, my hygienist, I was like, what's going on with this fucking crazy bins place? And I hadn't heard of it in my life. She's like, you got to go. It's Tuesday. I was like, why do I got to go? Because it's Tuesday. You're she's, like, like,
2: Tuesday. Yeah, right. she's like, it's
0: dollar day or whatever it was. It was $2 or $1 day, whatever it was. She's like, it's fucking mania. Like it's insane over there. Just go and people watch. And there's people like elbowing each other. Every now and again, they walk around with a speakerphone and they'll tell you when they're replenishing bins. People fucking swarm it like it's like it's Tom Cruise at an, a premiere.
2: T- toddler clothing yeah, being like, refilled right now, and
0: people go cra- like, "Move over!" Like yeah. they're correct. They, what they call it, crazy bins, for a reason.
2: Because of the clientele, it is cra-
0: <laughs> it's <laughs> crazy. <laughs> people, all people right, people
2: bring weapons. <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> like there's somebody with nunchucks <laughs> trying to clear the crowd. Get out of the way! I'm going to get that toaster. Oh, it's insane. But we, but we I've have, never heard of this place. Yeah, we have a couple of items that that she got from a treasure hunt. Yeah. And usually, what it is, it's the boxes is marred or something like treasure
0: hunts a lot of like consolidated kind of stuff so to any kind of consolidation place similar to treasure hunt but you're right it's mostly like it's going to be for you or for your kid or your husband or someone that you know isn't going to give a shit if the box is open
2: i got a popcorn maker there
0: you got a pop oh one of those
2: like one of the like theater popcorn makers
0: yeah and there was no issue with it because that's my only yeah yeah all right that's fine
2: they it's sell a bit to clean, but it's good. Yeah. How, how much was it though? Forty bucks. Really? Yeah. And this thing is like normally like two or three hundred yeah. bucks.
0: That's the thing is, again, it's called. This one's called Treasure Hunt, so you really are on a hunt. You have to like peruse stuff hard to find good items. But sometimes you come up with a popcorn maker. That's yeah. great.
2: Yeah.
1: You need it,
0: to. You need to be in that mode. They should
1: open a bar in there and let you go and drink and watch people.
2: Oh, that would be a great a, spectator. That's a fabulous thing. idea. would be sold out every day. It's fabulous. Uh, it, it really is. It's a it's entertainment a, like a real life squid game. <laughs> yeah. So if you want to know what it physically looks like, or at least the treasure hunt does, imagine you're in a Walmart and the staff just karate kicks the shelves over. <laughs> and it's like just,
0: they don't give a shit that there's piles in the aisle. You walk whatever. around it. If yeah. you were like, oh, excuse me, miss. There's like a, a big like f- pile on the floor. She'd be like, Okay climate like nobody gives a shit there
2: any good deals in there like how they would ask like it's yeah it's madness i I saw someone there
0: once with a stick and they were sorting through. (laughs) what (laughs) like
2: one of of those grabber things no i think
0: they were afraid of getting like poked with a sharp object because you never know what you're gonna get (laughs) a sorting stick
1: it's a, a, of a knife. Sorting stick. <laughs> like the ones that it's they pick up garbage with, the inmates on the yeah. side
0: of the road. Yes. Really? It's incredible to watch. I don't know if he picked it up from another bin and then brought it over to that bin, but it was fucking great. I'm like,
2: oh look, I'm gonna uh I'm gonna maybe pick up one of these blenders. Yeah. <laughs> and you use the grabber with to, like my claw. Move, Yeah, with the oh my god. That's amazing like it really so, is a sight. It's unbelievable. I gotta find one of these places. Oh, this it's sounds great. like my idea. You're gonna drive by one on the
1: way home. Really? Yeah. Yeah, there's, there's one, one in yeah, Cambridge.
0: Yeah, there is, there's one in Hasler.
1: Okay, this is content for me. I like this. It's right beside
0: the the fitness place there, this, the gym that should probably be a podcast sponsor.
1: There's a lot of gyms that should be. Yeah, we to have you. There's a lot of businesses in general
2: that should be a podcast I agree. sponsor. You yeah, know, I mean, do you know that you could be fit for less? You don't know until you try. <laughs> yeah. Did you know
0: you can crunch? Yeah.
2: I'm like I'm trying to figure out a sentence how you say f45.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's okay. no smooth way.
1: <laughs> no. The worst gift that you can give a man is, apparently, beauty products. I disagree. I love beauty. What about you, Dave? What do you describe as beauty products? Okay, so, uh, like... Moisturizers, face creams, hit nah, uh, me up. Hair product. You go with it too. Yeah, wow. I love it.
0: Oh, maybe that's a misconception. Then
1: one of the best gifts I ever got was you remember Stacy who used to do our news? Yeah. Well, she does the brand power commercials yeah. now, and and every time <laughs> she's got a trunk full of shit. Oh, it's great. Cat, yeah. you should
2: see it. Oh, it looks yeah. like a goddamn as scene on I TV know. store in her trunk. Don't I know it? She so- came by and said hi, and she's like, "Have you used an Oral B yeah. Power Pro lately?" I'm like this is a weird way to start a conversation. Nothing cleans
0: like a Swiffer. And yeah. I'm like, give me that.
2: <laughs> (laughs) Thank you. I'll take that.
0: Thank you.
1: So she gave me this collection of oil of olays because she does those brand power spots. I'm addicted to it. it My skin feels like amazing Hmm. just because of that. So you give me beauty products and I'm probably going to be good with it. So that's not a full across the board. Some guys like it.
0: Okay.
1: The gift that women want the least this year, booze. Are there people who give their girl booze?
2: like a significant other yeah like i don't know that I, I, her like mom a, gives her daughter of, booze or maybe when you're younger and you're like i buy you some malibu i
0: do remember a christmas <laughs> i do remember a christmas where we were treated to one of those ginormous bottles like you know those oversized bottles that you yes. see at the register that are like like zero, duty 400? free dollars yeah like basically Somebody and went I, to duty free. What by, I w-
2: got cats and <laughs> <on> bacardi <laughs>
0: And it was like it was like one hundred and fifty dollars for one of these things, and yeah. it was huge. But I remember as it—I mean, that was like nineteen, twenty years old. So at that at that point, that makes sense. But as an adult, you know, you pro- like I could buy my own booze. You things. were like it's the
2: greatest gift of all. Yeah, the
0: well, it's gonna be a merry Christmas. Yeah.
2: Gold frankincense, myrrh, and peach schnapps. <laughs> oh, you saying that actually brings back terrible uh-huh. memories that yeah. go right
0: to my throat. Is huh? that the,
2: is that for you the burn in, in N- hell drink?
0: Fuck, there's too many of them. Sour is one. And another one is Smirnoff Ice. Yeah, Smirnoff Ice.
2: Did you have
1: one? Lemon gin. Ooh, lemon gin. I was at a... Uh, my high school had to go to a leadership conference and the conference was being held in Burlington and we had all agreed on the student council we would all bring some booze from home and then have ourselves a party in the room. It the was huge an overnight trip. Sounds the like a huge, great idea.
2: Huge road trip to Burlington.
1: Well, my... uh <laughs> my, the comfort in yeah, or some right, shit. Yeah. My parents were probably going through something at the time because it seems like all they had available was lemon gin in Ooh. the house. So I took it.
0: It was dry January at your house.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. We drank it and I have no... Never thrown up like that before. Mm. It was just awful. To this day, I still have a problem smelling lemon. Wow, lemon in really? general. Lemon in general. Yeah, it really oh, messed with me. It was bad. Oh my
0: gosh, that's intense. I, was I love like, lemon.
1: I was seeing like triple though. It was bad. I was 17.
0: <laughs>
2: it was I, not yeah. a good scene. I had absinthe once.
0: Oh, oh yeah, you Oof, know, fuck. you win. And we did it wrong.
2: <laughs> we did it really wrong because you're supposed to do it with over, the, over like the sugar cube and all that. And we were smart young man, and we went, ah, oh, well, let's drink let's it straight. Do shots. And you know when they say like, you hallucinate? You absolutely you hallucinate. Really? It really. is scary. The taste of it will stay with you for a very long time. Um, and uh, it was bad. It was oh. a really bad scene. Not a good night. Not good. I don't like that Not a good all. night. Not that I'm, I'm actively you know uh, turning down absinthe left and right, but, but yeah, that's one that I'm like, well, that's never happening ha- again.
0: Have you had it since then?
2: No. Okay. Oh god no. But you
0: would you would you ever? If uh, you did it appropriate Is I think, there an
2: appropriate way to yes, do it? Yes, yeah, there is a way <laughs> There to, is, right? Yeah, and I didn't do that. So okay. if there right. was a way I could do it the right way, I may consider it.
0: Well, Dave, we brought absinthe oh, in and we let There oh, no, it
2: is okay,
1: we got to wrap this up. Yeah, you don't know that. <laughs> Anybody we need to apologize gotta go crazy, to?
0: Got to get out to crazy, Ben. So yeah. we can treasure hunt.
2: Scott's like, they're doing an 11 a.m. drop. I got to go. Uh, yeah, there's a few. And this will be a fun apologies because Kat missed most of this. So oh. it's not going to make any sense to you. I love it. We'd like to apologize to people on the radio. We should apologize mm-hmm. to newscasters who know how to use that teleprompter scroll. Uh, we'd like to say sorry to World Vision for years ago, me mispronouncing Tanzania. Oh, uh- <laughs> All the money went to totally the wrong country. <laughs> <laughs> like, where's Tanzania? Um, we have to apologize to the CBC. We beg forgiveness of the boom goes the dynamite guy. We say sorry to Kat for telling the CBC that she's on heroin. Uh, we should <laughs> also you. say sorry to those who were born in January. I didn't mean to offend anybody by saying that if the calendar needed an enema, you'd stick the hose in January. We should say sorry to people who want to do a dry January. Uh, apologies to those who love crazy bins or treasure hunt. Apologies to gyms that don't advertise, but you still should. Still um, and uh, finally, we should apologize to Mike Tyson not for any particular reason but just because it's a good idea and on that (laughs) what a mess I'm
0: dying to hear the beginning of this podcast I'm gonna do that today you didn't even do your intro
1: and I told people at the beginning Kat's not here so do you wanna say goodbye with
0: it? (laughs) we shall say goodbye this way friends happy motherfucking Friday
2: Hey. WNBA star Brittany Griner is finally at home (laughs) after a year in prison in Russia for allegedly having a THC vape cartridge in her luggage. It's been a big year for the Free Britney movement. It really has. They traded her for Victor Boot, an international arms dealer known as the Merchant of Death. Managed to somehow pull this off when the Lakers can't even figure out a trade for Russell Westbrook.
3: (laughs) The appliance company Dyson is set to launch a set of noise-canceling headphones with a detachable air purifier. It's part of Dyson's longtime mission of trying to figure out what the hell their company sells? By the way, here's a little tip for anyone buying presents. Uh, whatever you buy, just say you got it on Etsy so everyone thinks uh, a
1: lot of thought went into it. That's what I do. Uh, of course, a lot of gift cards are, are always a popular option. And I like the Amazon gift cards because they basically say the only thing I 100% know about you is that you want a gift. The After 9 Podcast is powered by Tony Johal. Broker at REMAX Twin City. Your home sold, guaranteed, or he'll buy